This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi. Welcome to All the Right Marketing, where we talk with business owners and industry leaders about marketing their programs and products, especially books. Our guests share tips that help anyone who loves a story, whether you are a librarian, bookseller, author, or publisher. The truth of the matter here is that the advice coming out of these conversations are for creatives across many different industries. Today we have Ashley Belote, who is the illustrator of several titles, and I'm not going to go through them right now because we're going to be digging in and talking about them. Um, She is also an author illustrator, which is really exciting. She studied traditional animation under the direction of Don, is it Bluth? Yes, Ashley earned her BA from Alderson University and her MA in Arts Administration from the University of Kentucky. Cannot wait to ask her questions about this. This is gonna be a lot of fun. Her graduate study included a children's literature and illustration course, the whole book approach through Simons College at the Eric Carle Museum of Picture Book Art. She also serves as the illustrator coordinator for the Carolinas chapter of SCBWI. She's represented by Mo Ferrara of Bookends Literary Agency. Welcome, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me, Maria. I'm really excited. Oh my goodness. What a bio. Like we could dig deep into your bio right now. Tell me, um, where did you earn your BA from? I think I skipped the whole name. Oh, it's Alderson Broadus University. It's a liberal arts college in Philippi, West Virginia. I grew up in West Virginia and they have a ton of smaller colleges available to their, to the kids who grew up there. So I took advantage of it. It was a great little program. I, I really enjoyed it. This is exciting because I've interviewed, I think we are over 45 interviews and I love connecting with people and most illustrators that I've spoken to, not on the podcast, but just through networking, I don't know if I've met one who has gone to school for illustration. Most have had other careers or maybe studied graphic design and then went into this. Um, So let's talk about this. Your background and your family history is in publishing. Yes, it is. I, I'm a publishing kid is what I like to call myself. I, um, I grew up in the publishing business because my family owned an independent publishing house my entire life. They started it in 1985. And so when I came along, they were owned, owning and operating this themselves. So of course they worked all the time. So they just kind of threw me into the mix and I loved every single second of it. I started going to book shows with them when I was about eight or nine years old. And at the time I just did what I could do. So I would help like run the cash register and like bag books for customers. And as I grew up, I obviously fell in love with books and in particular, the children's books, because the pictures were just amazing. And I had this incredible access to this like behind the scenes world of bookmaking and really got a look at the process and how it works. And like I said, sometimes kids don't don't enjoy what their parents do, but luckily for me, I craved it and was given every opportunity to go with them that I could. And when I was in like high school and you couldn't miss very many days of school, we would do like educational leave forms, which it was a great education. I was literally preparing myself for my career and didn't even know it. (laughs) So So at what point did you decide? So I guess it would be in high school at some point you said, you know what, I'm going to, so have you always loved art? I guess is my question. Yes. 
Yes, I grew up drawing. My parents are both very creative. And my mom told me she was trying to entertain me when I was two years old. She had to do something. So she put a crayon in my hand and this like huge piece of paper and just let me go. And she's she jokes that I never put it down. <laughs> so I've you, you been drawing. Didn't. Yeah, you I did have not. I know. And now this is my career. So thanks, mom. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's it awesome. was always. Yeah, it very, was very, very cool. Mm -hmm. So when you graduated from college, did you immediately start um, pitching publishing companies or did you find like freelance work? Tell us a little bit about that part of the journey. So I approached it from, again, my mom had this incredible opportunity. Uh, she had an author come to her who needed an illustrator. So she asked if I would be interested in doing like a sketch or something. So of course I said yes. And so my, my training had prepared me enough to, to work on this book and the author ended up hiring me for the project, which was great. <laughs> so I really got my first job in college. And then I approached the, the larger houses that I'm working with now. Um, it took several years for me to kind of break into that, that zone. Um, I approached it somewhat in a timid way. I really took my time and studied it because you only get one chance to make a first impression. And I knew that I needed to be prepared for this. So I joined SCBWI and went to all the conferences, did portfolio review after portfolio review and really worked on my craft because I wanted to be good enough to get to this point. And again, I'd had all this great experience leading up to this point and it really helped kind of foster what I knew I, I loved so much and helped me kind of find my niche in this business because I think that's extremely important. So I really, you know, it's, it's perseverance and a lot of hard work. <laughs> Absolutely. And when you, um, did you connect with Mo at Bookends Literary Agency before pitching or was that something that came afterwards? So it's a great story. It's actually all because of SCBWI that I'm here probably even talking to you right now. I did uh, great organization. Oh my gosh, I cannot say enough nice things. And I do serve um, on the regional team for the Carolinas chapter. And we do so many things because it's it helps break break so many careers open. You know, it's just, it's a fabulous organization. Um, but I went to the Carolinas annual conference and I had a portfolio review and did a session with Mallory Gregg, who's the art director at Five Will and Friends at Macmillan, uh, who was working on Frank, who I worked on Frankenstein with. And she mentioned that she hires illustrators off of Twitter a lot. And she is great about that. So she said, for example, right now, I'm looking for someone who can draw anthropomorphic slime. And I was like, oh man, doesn't that sound so fun? So I made a sample and tweeted it. And so then, you know, some time passed and eventually I got an email from her. I was actually working a book show for my mom's company when she sent me the email and I was checking out, um, I was doing like a checkout for a customer and I just happened to look down at my phone and saw her name. And I was like, did I subscribe to her newsletter or something? Why would she, you know, reach out to me? My, yeah. So I read it and I was like dropping my phone. My face went completely white, but I had like my my mom's independent publishing company family there and it was so it was like a magical moment and i ended up getting connected with mo through the editor um holly west at five and friends who worked on frankenstein so my agent came after that deal and we've just 
she, Holly was absolutely right. She knew that Mo would kind of respond to my art and that I would respond to her kind of, you know, ways of navigating this industry. And we really connected and hit it off. She is absolutely amazing. And we've done, it's so much fun when we get to talk and just because we, you know, of course we're very business oriented, but we have so much fun on our calls and everything. So we can always find something to laugh about. <laughs> well, and it is, I always tell people it's, it's a lonely business. It really can be. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love the podcast, connecting with people, um, being able to, you know, see, we're looking at each other through zoom and just being able to see somebody in the industry other than, I mean, it's been a rough couple of years, not being able to go to trade shows and things like that. Um, so does your, does your family still have the bookstore? Yep. Yep. They do. She still travels. Shout out. I want to know the name of the bookstore. Yes, I would love to. It's headline books and they do so many beautiful children's books. She also has a like adult fiction and nonfiction division. And she, I will brag, has been named independent publisher of the year, several years in a row. And she does this all by herself now and is just such an inspiration to me. I dedicated the book Franken Slime to her uh, because she really is my hero. And I just, I look up to her so much and it's wonderful that we connect on this because our favorite thing to do together is work. So <laughs> That's we absolutely awesome. love it. Yeah. And where is Headline Books located? So they're actually based out of Northern West Virginia, where I'm from, a town okay. called Terra Alta. And even though they are from this rural, rural area, they do business with authors all over the world and travel to New York and LA and DC. And hopefully this coming year, we'll get to go back to doing some in-person shows. So. Fantastic. Yes. This is this is just so exciting hearing from you. So let's talk a little bit about 2021. 2021 was a huge year for you. You had three books, right? Three, yes. one, two, three books come out. Um, Frankenstein was the first one. Mm-hmm. It was, it came out in July. That was my debut. And I did as much as I possibly could to celebrate this book. I was so excited. So my friends and family have been so supportive and the kid lit industry in general, has just been, it's been a blast. Oh, and then next was a uh, balance line. Yes, Valenslime just came out recently, and it is the follow-up to Frankenslime. So again, I've been doing some fun interviews and just shouting it out as much as I can. I'm super proud of it, too. That's great. The Mitri? Yes, the Mitri is my solo debut bridge book, and it came out from Penguin Workshop just a few weeks ago in November. And it was my kind of first experience working in that space versus the picture book space. So it's been, I've had such an, I feel like this year has been, even though I've done all this schooling and everything, this has been an education packed year for me. And again, loving every minute of it. Fantastic. And let's not forget, listen up Luella. Am I saying it correctly? Yes. She will be coming to a bookstore near you on June 21st of 2022. And that is my solo debut picture book. And it's coming out from Fiebel and Friends, Macmillan. And I am so excited to share this book with the world. It is amazing to see all of this work that you do over so many months just kind of come to fruition. And it's like, when the book arrives, it's like, poof, it's here. And it's like, no, no time has passed. (laughs) (laughs) And You know, so I wonder, can you think back to when you signed the contracts on one of these books? Can you give us an idea just so the listeners can hear what a, um, what a journey and what a timeline there is. Yes, 
it is a very long timeline, but I remember every single second of this. And so will you when it happens for you all listening. It is like one of the top 10 moments. Let me tell you, it is so exciting. So I, let's start with Frankenstein. Do you remember okay. when you signed the contract for Frankenstein? Yes. Uh, all of that happened in October of 2019 when I was brought on for the project and signed contracts shortly after that and began sketches right away. Um, the timeline they were on, they wanted this book to come out in the summer, spring, summer of 2021. So we needed to get to work right away because it was already late fall of 2019. Yeah. So that already gives you an idea about how long this whole thing takes. So I started sketches right away, like I said, and the, the manuscript only had two art notes in it. So I really had like full creative freedom, which was lovely. And I did about three rounds of sketches working back and forth with Mallory on notes. And again, that the education that I received during those rounds of revisions was just amazing. Uh, so after we finished the sketches and the sketches are approved, then I began final art and ended up finishing that around July of 2020. Mm -hmm. So I was actually before COVID hit, I went to the winter conference in New York for SCBWI and I was actually able to go to the Macmillan offices and meet some people. And it was, oh my gosh, it was awesome. Well, and so I got, you know, you're working with those people and you're on the project and then you get to meet them in person. How lucky that is wonderful. Yes. And that was February of 2020. So I just got it in there right before just everything happened. <laughs> and <laughs> Ashley, tell us a little bit about your style or your, the, the medium you use for your art. So I still sketch traditionally with pencil and paper. That's my favorite way to sketch and really get my ideas out. I feel like I can be very free with that and just have a whole sketchbook of paper that I can just run through. Uh, and then what I'll do is I'll upload my sketches into onto my iPad and I'll do all of the fine tuning and the detailing and the color art on my iPad using Procreate. Because I think the advantage of digital, there's a lot of advantages to, to traditional art, but there's also a lot of advantages to digital art. And I really love the color opportunity that you have with making art in the digital space. So I use that for my coloring. And it's also nice when you can just upload your images directly to the art director from your device. That's very nice too. <laughs> and when I first got my iPad, it really did change my art life. I found so much freedom with color there, because I feel like a lot of times I felt somewhat stifled by color. It's very hard to find the right color palette for a book. And with the digital space, you really have a lot of opportunity to try make trial and error um, pages and everything. So, but again, I learned a ton working with Mallory on Frankenstein about color. So like I was saying before, this has been such an education packed year. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's really fantastic. And tell us, how is it different writing and illustrating a book versus simply illustration. It is completely different. And again, I learned a ton with the whole process of working on the me tree. The, the advantage is that you have so much more control. You've got big picture thoughts and I work kind of simultaneously with writing and illustrating. I will, I have to have the the image of the character in my mind before I can write about them. I'm definitely a visual person. I'm a visual learner. So my process is relying heavily on the visual part of the process. So I'll figure out a character like with the bear from the Mitri. I figured him out. 
and then started writing about him. And then I would sketch some more if I got stuck in writing and would draw, I just draw things that I would like to see a character do and then kind of build the story around the art in that respect. And then again, just kind of ping pong back and forth between some writing and some illustrating. So it's completely different from just getting the manuscript and then bringing those words to life. So both processes are extremely fun, but they're extremely different. Wow. Wow. And as you um, had Franken Slime come out, you said you just were so excited and you just, you know, were, were uh, over the moon excited about it. But what were some of the things that you did on that first launch? Oh my gosh. So, you know, marketing, what COVID, it does come from a marketing standpoint. What yes. were some of the things you did to get the message of your book out there and that you have a book out in the world? I did a lot of different things. I am a member of a debut group called Picture Book Playground. I would highly recommend joining a debut group or just a promo group in general if you've had multiple books come out. It is amazing because you've got a built-in support system and there's about 20 people in ours. And so the social media support that I received, I know helped with getting the word out about this book because we retweet each other. We share Instagram stories. We have a website and we also are just able to talk because it's nice to be able to just ask questions to someone who is in a similar situation and point in their career. So you've got this camaraderie that is comforting <laughs> because this is very new and it can be very intimidating and scary. So it's nice to have a group of people with you. So the debut group helped with, um, with COVID, you know, there weren't as many opportunities to do things in person. So when the book came out in July, we were at that wonderful spot of we were having a decline in cases and things were opening. So I threw myself a party because I was like, this is happening. This is <laughs> happening today. It is going to happen. So I rented this little space. And because I was able to get the word out through SCBWI, I invited all of the SCBWI friends and family that I have and a bookstore sold books for me. And I had a slime making table. I had coloring sheets. Oh, that sounds fun. It was a ball. It was a great party. And I did like a reading and stuff. And so many kids came and I got to meet a lot of people who I'd only interacted with online, which was really neat too, through SCBWI, because I came into my role in March of 2020. <laughs> so okay. everything that I had done was online. So that was really fun. And then I did a lot of, I made a lot of images for social media using the characters and like Victoria is the main character. I made an image of her holding the book that said happy book birthday and little things like that, because I was like, well, you know, I'm an artist, so I can just draw these and get the word out as much as I can in this, in this virtual space that we're in. That is such a great idea. I love that. Yeah. This has been a jam-packed interview, and I usually don't go over 20 minutes, but I just can't stop talking to you. <laughs> Where can people find you, Ashley? On my website, it's ashleybelote.com, A-S-H-L-E-Y-B-E-L-O-T-E.com. I have we'll make, sure, we'll make sure to have all the links in the show notes. And then where are you spending most of your time on the socials? On the socials, I am on Twitter and Instagram. I love Instagram because it's so visual based. So I post uh, sometimes when I have time to work on some little side projects, I'll post things. I try to post things on holidays because I think that if you try to, if you make yourself draw a holiday image, you'll make a portfolio <laughs> pretty easily. And because when you're working, you know, it's really important to update your portfolio. So I try to make new images for holidays 
And if you if you are an illustrator out there looking for ways to kind of promote your work, you can also do Kidlit Art Postcard Day. That is a monthly challenge where you draw a postcard and post it to your social media and just use the hashtag Kidlit Art Postcard Day. Um, Gina Perry started that as a result of COVID because we can't send postcards out to art directors right now because they're not all in the offices. Mm -hmm. So that's a way to kind of still share some new art and contribute to your portfolio. And is there a hashtag that you can search for that? Yeah, it's hashtag Kidlit Art Postcard. Awesome, that is really cool. It is, and, it's fun. Um, do you have a, a, an illustrator, an illustration agent or does Mo re- represent you for illustration and for writing? Yes, Mo does everything for me. Again, another reason why she is wonderful. She does it all. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, very cool. Well, thank you so much. And those listening, you know that we have interviews coming out on every Tuesday. And you can find out more about Ashley in our show notes by going to those links. Until then, think outside the box and don't be afraid to reach your audience in new and creative ways. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you so much. Cardinal Rule Press offers a variety of support to authors, booksellers, librarians, and families. Find out more at cardinalrulepress.com.